Hey everyone, we are live. Welcome to Testify Tuesday. We are getting it on and popping on today. I'm just feeling like a lot right now. It's exciting. We're going to have Brother Brand come and join us in just a few seconds, actually. Um, so if you're watching now, <clears throat> If you're watching now, share this with someone. We're going to get it on and popping. It's Testify Tuesday, and we're going to be talking about condemnation. So we're going to add Brother Brian. Waiting for him. Share this with someone. We're going live. All right, cool. What up, bro? You. <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? All right, so we're just going to wait for a few more people to hop on. Let me put... Our topic for today. So, if you're watching now, go ahead and share with someone to hop on. We're talking about condemnation on today with Brother Bran in the building. Got Daphne over here, the host. Condemnation. All right, cool. I'm post this and pin it. We're gonna get it popping in just a second. We're gonna. Pray in. Gonna give it a few more minutes. Pen coming. All right, cool. So welcome, welcome everybody. Hey, hey, hey. How y'all doing on this beautiful Tuesday? Hey, hey, hey. What it do? <laughs> um, share with someone. Um, I always do like a little back drop of what Testify Tuesday is. It is something that God has placed on my heart to do to give people the space the opportunity to be transparent about different topics or struggles that they have dealt with how they overcame in christ how they overcame with christ and what are some good tips and things to do moving forward um to keep it where it is leave it behind us move forward you know in our god-given purpose and today we have my brother brandley jasmine in the building <laughs> this is my bro this man is full of wisdom full of knowledge he has this fire in him that's just different it's like no other when he steps into the room you, you just you just notice him you know before he even gets into the room you know that he's in the room and i'm just super excited that he has trusted me with this um took the time out of his day to join in and to talk about something that he struggled with and that's condemnation so we're gonna go ahead and get it started um if you're hopping in or if you're joining share with someone tell them to come hop on because it's about to get real in here amen so i'm gonna pray us in and then um, Brandley can take it away and share anything that he wants to share, and then we're going to jump right in. All right, cool. Um, so, dear Lord, Heavenly Father, um, I just thank you uh, for this opportunity, Lord God. First and foremost, I want to thank you for life. Thank you for the breath, the breath that you have given us that is in our lungs, Lord God, for we do not take it lightly, Lord God. Um, we come before you, Lord God, and we just lay everything at your feet, our crowns, our, our tiaras, you know, our authority, our purpose, our gifts, all our talents, Lord God. We just lay it before you even now, Father God. As we decrease, Lord God, I pray that you increase, Lord God, that the words that are said be the words that you want to to share, Lord God, more of you and less of us even now, Father God. May you surely be in the midst, Lord God. Have your way and let your will be done on today. Let us be attentive and receptive, Lord God. We thank you. We give you glory and all the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So we got Brother Brandon in the building. Anything you want to share with the people? What do you do? You know, how's life going? You said how's life going? How's, like, anything you want to share? Like, how's life going? How are you? What do you do? Oh, well, right now, I think I'm on, well, spiritually, I'm, like, on a spiritual high. 
Cool. Just came from revival now, so I got fired up. So I'm a man on fire right now. All right, cool. And I'm really just trying to be conducive to the walk of, of what God wants me to do. Nice. Really walking my calling. Hey. Hey, 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 that's what's up. That's what's up. So today's topic we're talking about um, com condemnation. And um, do you want to give us a little brief overview on what condemnation is for the ones who don't really know or understand what it is? So basically, like, condemnation is, like, if you go on Google, condemnation is going to say something like, you're found guilty of, you know? Mm -hmm. So if you relate that to how people condemn themselves, it's like saying, I'm worthless, or I've done this, so I'm not in the will of God no more. God don't love me no more, mm -hmm. you know? So it's stuff like just putting yourself down and just dragging yourself up because of what you've done mm -hmm. or because of who you think you are. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. I like that. So basically just blaming ourselves, talking down upon ourselves yeah. on how good we're not, but of course God sees it as otherwise. So a, another quick question, why do you believe we deal with that? Like, Why do you believe condemnation comes about? Condemnation, I believe, comes from um, lies of the enemy. Hmm. The enemy loves to just whisper some small things. You know, you, you probably sitting in that and like, oh, God. God don't love you no more. And he's yeah. probably the one that, you know, made you sin. You yes. Know, he led you to that temptation yes. and, and then he planted that seed of God don't love you no more. He mm -hmm. can't because you just done, you just done this or you just done that. That's true. Like He'll set you up. Like He'll make mm -hmm. you think that what you're doing is the right thing. And then once yeah. you fall short, it's like, aha. Yeah. Now you look like, doo -doo -doo, you know, things <laughs> like that. And it's just like, we just have to be on alert and on our toes, like at all times, because the enemy is, you know, he's here to steal, kill, and destroy, but God came to give us life and life more abundantly. Amen. So, when on the topic of condemnation, in what areas has God dealt with you in condemnation? So, how or like what are some things that you dealt with, dealt with or condemn yourself of? Well, condemnation, it just goes so much that ties in condemnation. Like, it could be from what you've done, it could be from who you think you are as a person it could be from you loving god that much you don't like to hurt him or feel like you're taking advantage of him so for me personally i felt like i was taking advantage of god's grace his love his mercy so every time i sin i'm like why do i keep doing this when he he, he already gave me all this love he already freed me mm -hmm. from it why am i why am i why am i going back to the very same thing he freed me from so it was just hard so, like, I would sin, whether it was, well, you know, back in my days, doing all kinds of stuff, whether it was drinking or smoking or having sex, you know, I would go through that and I would just think, like, why? Why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. And when I have a God that loves me so much, that wants yeah. me to breathe free so much, why am I doing this? And yeah, yeah, that yeah. thought would just cycle in my mind over and over again. And then you end up being stuck in that, that, um, that place you want to get freed from mm -hmm. and as i feel like that's condemnation will get you stuck in disobedience mm -hmm. so it'll get you stuck in sin wow. because you're like well god don't love me so i might as well stay here yes you know? yes, yes. So that's what i was dealing with so i was stuck in sin over and over again because i'm like you know i'm so shameful and so afraid to go back to god so i'm like i'd rather stay here mm, you know mm. so it's something i really had to get out of and it's not it's not till like recently I just got free from it. 
Oh, it's like it got that much of a hold hold of you if you let it. Yeah, so. that's that's good. That's good. You were um saying how um you were doing things like you were taking advantage of uh, God's grace. So you were doing things knowing that you weren't supposed to do it, but in the same yeah. time you're like, all right, well God's gonna forgive me anyway, yeah. so why not just still do it? You know, and I believe a lot of times that's where we get like, like like this is not okay. And I believe yeah. that's where we do take advantage of God's grace because it's like, all right, we know better, so why not do better? So I yeah. believe that once we encounter the truth, we should walk in the truth. But sometimes it can get hard because, like, the past and letting go of everything that we've been through can be hard sometimes, but it's doable. It's yeah. just that we have to know that what we're indulging in wasn't of Christ. So if we keep indulging in that stuff, it's going to be things that we want to constantly do because it's a yeah. temporary void that's being filled. Now, if we do the things of Christ, um, if we fulfill our, or fill the spots in the voids with Christ, these things will not become eternal. We won't have to constantly keep doing this, this, and that, and that to try to get those voids fulfilled. Yeah. So I think that that is a very good point that you made on on that. And so another question. Go ahead. I think about that is like I heard a preacher say like, although we take advantage of God's grace, his love and mercy. You can't take advantage of his love, grace, and mercy because he loves you that much. Like and like you just have to think about it. You can never take advantage of God's grace and love. Of course you can abuse it. Yes. But you can't take advantage of it because God give you give it to you freely. Mm -hmm. Relentlessly. God says you can still do this. You can take advantage of it and I still love you. Yeah. So there's no way you could take advantage of it. Because God will still look at you, even in your disobedience, even even in your mess, and say, "I still want you, and I still love wow. you." And like, it's just wow. so hard to wrap in your mind. Like, why would a God, like a King, yes. still want to bless me, still want to serve me, still want to love me, even yes. after I, you know, slapped him in the face, I spit yes. on him, I disrespected him, I turned my back to him and say, "I don't want you no more," and he still relentlessly say, "I love you." So. That's like, you just, when you wrap that around your head, it's like, God loves me that much. Right. Like, it just makes you, like, break down and say, I have a God that loves me that much. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, that's that's good. Even when you when you think about it, like, who, what other selfless person, like, what other person yeah. would do that for us? No, what no. other person after we done did our dirt, did everything that we've done, been where we've been, will still come in our face and say like i still want you like i still exactly. love you like and we're looking at god well i'm not worthy like i didn't did x y and z but he's like i do not care about that because he knows our future he knows what we're capable of he knows our potential and i just love god's patience with us and his unconditional love is literally unmatched exactly. no one can match unmatched. god's energy like i'm nobody. telling you nobody can match god's it's energy i don't care what nobody say like his energy is unmatched it's crazy Cause like, just think about it. Like Jesus died on, he was whipped, blood soaking, you know? And when he got on that crash, the cross, the people that nailed him to the cross, he even looked at them and said, I love you. Like, just like no one can ever do, no other person. Let me know if you know someone else that can do that. Love the person that, that kills them, literally. Like, that's just. That's, that's good, that's good, that's good. So, you know, Testify Tuesday, we all about transparency. You know, we like to get down to the nitty gritty. <laughs> so, <laughs> we gonna get there. Um, so, another question, like, what are some, I know I asked, like, how have you dealt, but what are some 
things that you dealt with, like condemnation wise, like in what instances, instances or events or things that has happened in your life to where con condemnation played like a huge role? A uh, huge role. If we're being transparent, I would say transparent. Transparency. Um, I would say pornography and family a lot because the enemy likes to use what's close to you mm. to hurt you. And I, I, the reason I say family is because, like, I'm not gonna lie, back then I was kind of like a problem child yeah. to my family. And I would do things and hurt them. And they'll be like, why? Why are you doing this? They don't love you. They can't love you. God can't love you because you're doing all of this for why. So that's some of the things like pornography, real deal is a big one. Yo, that is like it's another drug. You get addicted to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real bad. And when you constantly overdosing and overdosing and doing it again and doing it again, you're like, God, like you want to be free, literally. Like I heard, um, Pastor Chris said this one time that sin is a tax is a task slave slavery. So we are slaves to sin when we allow it, right? And mm -hmm. the only way we can be freed is through Jesus Christ. Like literally. Mm -hmm. Literally when even when we say, yo, I don't want to do this anymore, sin will get up and say, get up and do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like that's how crazy it is. That's how much we need Jesus because we can't do it. The battle is not ours. Literally. Mm -hmm. We cannot do it on our own. Yeah. So that that's so true dealing with pornography. Um speaking on that top topic because I'm pretty sure we're not the only ones who've dealt with it, you know. Yeah. Um and it's it's a really sneaky thing on how like the enemy does it because once you get caught up, you don't even realize like how you're caught up in it. But it's yeah. funny because when you start in that whole cycle, you're like, All right, you know, one time won't hurt, second yeah. time won't hurt, that time won't hurt. But I remember one of the the like the worst moments that I ever had or all the times that was so like uh to me it was like after you're done watching yeah. what you're doing you just feel like oh like I didn't even have to do that I didn't have to watch that and I think that's goes back to the enemy just trying to like you know hey you yeah. know just just a little peek just yeah. I'm, look I'm guarantee you if you go looking for what you're looking for you will find it exactly. you will find it exactly. so you know once we get caught up in that cycle and do things that we're not supposed to do that the enemy tries to lead us to do he will literally laugh in your face like, he is yeah. not your friend he is not your friend he will set yeah. you up for the kill for real for real but we want to thank god because whenever the enemy tries to put us into something god always gives us multiple ways out multiple exactly. ways out so we want to thank god for that and thank you for sharing that because that is a really touchy subject as well so thank like you huh a lot of people don't like to touch on it yeah yeah a lot of people do not want to want to touch on that because you know you feel ashamed you know yeah. you don't want to talk about it like who's gonna want to talk to me about that or who's gonna want to you know embrace me with my past and what i've done and what i've yeah. looked at as well but you're not alone. You're not alone. Exactly. There's several other people who That's have dealt true. with the same thing as well. So Yeah, we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the weight of our testimonies. So. Anchor scripture. I'm gonna say it loud and proud. Come on. <laughs> you 
come on and sometimes we just have to get to the point where we just speak the word of god over ourselves like our mouth is one of our biggest that weapons exactly. that god has given us literally exactly. speak and open up your mouth you know declare the word of god over yourself and know that there's nothing that can hold you down like no bondage no change like there's nothing that the blood of jesus cannot do in itself first exactly. and that's, so that's, you learn, go ahead now once you learn to operate in that like come on now come on now and when you learn the word and you apply it to your life literally that's how you get free i had to continue to read the word to get free from condemnation and it's not until recently like i said but i had to continuous continuously read it and when it kept on affirming me that god loves you this much that god has relentless love relentless mercy um relentless grace is like why is it not getting it through mm-hmm. and while I was reading the word, God was using experience to teach me, like, yo, I still love you even in your mess. I still love you even in your disobedience. I still want you. You are worth more than what you think. You are a kingdom man, and I want you. And just to hear that, like, it's crazy. Like, I want you even in your mess. A lot of us can't even do that to each other. But God says, yo, I want you even in your disobedience. That's so good. That's so good. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing that as well. Um, so another thing that I want to ask is I know like a lot of times um, condemnation can kind of stir up and become bigger than what it should. So what are some good tips or what are, what is some advice that you can give to some people? Hello? All right, so what is some good tips and what is some good advice that you can give to people dealing with or trying to overcome condemnation? To be honest, it's to me, it's an identity thing. Knowing who you are in Christ. Knowing um, that he died on the cross for you because he loves you that much. Like, I have some um, some scriptures that really affirm, like, First John 3 verse 20 says, in our hearts condemn us. We know that God is greater than our hearts and he knows everything. Literally, we have a God that's greater than anything. Our feelings, our hearts, that's crazy how our hearts can even deceive us to think that, that God don't love us. So we have our minds that conceive us. We have our mind. I mean, our hearts, our minds, you know, we have the world. We have chaos all around us telling, telling us all sorts of things. We got the enemy in our mind feeding seeds to us, but Literally, in his word is our foundation, saying that there's no con- condemnation in all of those who are in Christ. So literally, mm-hmm. you just knowing that, and literally, I just heard I heard this the other day, not the other day, but a couple of weeks ago, where it says that when you are called, you're predestined, and when you're predestined, you're justified. Literally, when died when Jesus died on the cross for us, he justified all our sins. It's not to say y'all go around sinning. It's to say that when someone comes to you and say aren't you a sinner? But you, you say, I'm made new in Christ. It's just you say that God died right. for my sins. Yes, I know I'm not perfect, but every saint's not perfect. You know, every mm-hmm. saint is a, is a man who falls, but gets back up. It's about getting back to that place, that secret place that God wants you in and not staying in your mess. Not stop Come staying on. in your disobedience. Stop staying in your sins. Literally, just don't stay there. Yeah. I think that's, that's one of the biggest points. I don't care if you messed up, you pray. You messed up again. <laughs> Pray again. Go yeah. back to your father's house. Get back in there because there's no place that will comfort you. There's no place that will heal you. There's no place that will restore you in this world, in your in your mind, in your home, only in the presence of God. Literally. So you just got to stay at his feet. Literally. 
I don't care what happens. I don't care how many times. Get back to that place. I don't care if you, even if you feel like you're taking advantage of his grace and mercy and love. Get get back to that place. Get back to that place and let God handle that. That's good. That's so good. That's so good. Um, thank you for sharing that. Um, I was gonna also say, um, sometimes when we think we fall, like, like oh my gosh, yeah. you know, I, I I can't, you know, I can't go back to God. You know, I like exactly. I messed up, and it's like yeah. we think like. Once we fall, he's so far off. Like we yeah. can't get back to where we we are, so or where we were. So we get like discouraged and weary. We're like, damn, like I, I like I can't get right. I can't get right. But that's not the mindset. It's like when you fall, get back up. You will. You can literally pick up back where you were with God as long as you're making the exactly. effort and you're taking the steps towards Him and you're longing for Him and He uh, you desire Him. I mean, at the end of the day, God looks at your heart. It's all about exactly. your heart. So you have to know, like, you have to truly seek him. Be intentional with all that you do with him. Um, speak to him throughout the day. Um, you know, be in your word. And it's and in the word, it says meditate on his word day and night and night and day. And once you begin mm -hmm. to do that, your mind will literally transform. Your perspective will change. How you view Amen. people and how you do things will change. How you speak about yourself will change. How you carry yourself will change. So the whole condemnation thing, it, it's not even of God. God doesn't even want us it's condemning ourselves. It contradicts what's it contradicts the word, it contradicts God's love, it's in contradiction of everything like, of God. Literally, he even says, Do not condemn yeah. yourselves because then we put ourselves in a bigger hole that we weren't even ever meant to be in, you know. Exactly. So, we just have to know and stand firm on Christ and on the foundation that He has placed us on. Know that you're never too far off, know that the things that you have done, He, he doesn't care about it, leave it alone. The enemy is he gonna do what he want to do, but we have the authority in, in, in our mouths, you know, and the access to yeah. rebuke him and cast him out to the pits of hell in Jesus' name. Exactly. And I know a lot of times it can be like a mind thing and a mind battle because we think that oh what what is being said or what we hear is of God. We have to be able to discern people of God. We have to be able to discern when God is speaking and when God is not speaking. And that also comes by being in your word, being in your word, being in prayer. Know how He speaks to you. Know how the enemy speaks to you. And once you know how to discern that, you are on that path to moving forward. So once you know, and when things come throughout the day, you got to be like. Like, God, is that you? Like, you know, things like that. So I thought that that was really good. I kind of went on like a little tangent, but <laughs> that, was that, that, that was good. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And I believe like con condemnation is a, an important topic that we may think isn't. And sometimes we fail to realize when we do condemn ourselves mm. as well. But like, yeah, if Christ is for you, who could be against you? you know? Condemnation is really big. A lot of people are stuck. In their sins, stuck in that place, stuck in the world because they feel like they're not good enough mm -hmm. to be in the kingdom of God. And they feel like they're not worthy enough to be by his feet, to lay at his feet. But like there's so many examples, even in, in the Bible, like literally Saul that turned into all the man persecuted thousands, wow. thousands of, of God's children. Ooh, come and on. God you spoke to him. Come on. He said, yo. I need you in this kingdom. I still want you. I still love you. And I'm going to use you. Use you to bring people closer into my kingdom. Mm -hmm. So not only did he save him, he used them as a mouthpiece. He used them as a vessel to save others. Come and other on. people, and, and some people think because of their sins, they're going to be judged. Mm -hmm. Paul, who <laughs> killed thousands, 
were saving lives. People knew that he killed thousands of Christians, but he still saved lives. It's just what you're in right now, your mess, your disobedience, God turns it for good. God will turn it to save lives. God will turn it to, to bring people into his kingdom. That's why I say everything that you go through, it could quickly turn into a testimony, a message. A message. So you got to let God do it, though. Yeah. You can't do it on your own. It's not a battle for man. It's not a battle for flesh. It's, it's literally a, a battle for God and his spirit to, to do a work in you, like, really. That, that's good. You literally took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> I was about to say that, but you said it. But then, and then I thought about the the prostitute at the well in the Bible as mm -hmm. well that God. No. <laughs> I was about to say that. <laughs> I was thinking about that when you were saying. But do you want to elaborate on it? Go ahead. No, but I was just gonna use that. Like, if God can use a prostitute. Yeah, Larry. The the woman came to the well, and and Jesus sent him away and said, "Well." She didn't send her, he didn't send her away yet, but he said, I come not to condemn you. And then he sent her off and said, sin no more. Like, literally, a woman of sin came to her, unworthy. Um, I'm trying to remember the story, but she wasn't a, um, like, she was lower than the Jews, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so they weren't supposed to talk to her. Like, they were looked down upon. She was, but Jesus yeah, she was a low status. Yeah. Low status. She wasn't really... All yeah. that wasn't popping. They didn't get attention. <laughs> <laughs> so Jesus met her where she was at, literally. So literally. that's just to say, wherever you're at in your sins, your mess, your disobedience, wherever you're at in your spiritual walk, God wants to meet you where you're at. And he wants to take you out that place. He wants to transform you. He wants to renew your mind. And that's, that's just, it speaks for itself. Mm -hmm. Like God don't care. He just wants you in his place, you know? And that's not to say, like, go sin. <laughs> go do right. what you do. It. Go, go do it. That's yeah. not what it's to say. It's to say, be in the presence of God, and God will do the rest for you. Mm -hmm. You're going you're gonna to lose that taste to keep having sex. You're going to lose that taste to keep have, um, smoking weed. You're going to lose that taste of sin because all you want to do is glorify God and just live a righteous life, mm -hmm. you know? It's, it's just, you know? That's good. Thank you for sharing. I, I love how you said that God will meet you where you are. Like, yeah. like if you really, if you really think about it, God will literally meet you where you are. I believe there are times where we get at, like we get in these places to where we're like, dang, like I'm by myself. I can't do this anymore. Like, you know, who's going to help me? Who's going to do this? Who's going to do that? Who's and in that moment, that's where we truly find God. Like when we don't have anything else, anything else i believe that's when you're the most intimate with god like sometimes yeah. god has to strip everything away from you god has to bring you to that low spot like god has to bring you to that wilderness so you can understand and see that it is not in your strength but it is his strength Amen. that you are made strong and we all are gonna have those seasons where we're in the wilderness. We're gonna have those seasons where God's gonna isolate you, but it's for a bigger purpose. It's to yeah. build your character. It's to um, build you up in your purpose and in the calm that he has placed on your life to fulfill. You know, it's, at the end of the day, it's not about us. We're all on assignment. We all have something to do for the kingdom of God. And the enemy's gonna try every day to try to deter us from that path, to try to, to distract us, to create chaos, confusion, dysfunction. But that is not of God. That is not of yes. God. So when you begin to walk faithfully in your purpose begin to long for him and desire and have that hunger and that, and that thirst he will literally meet you where you are and blow your mind i guarantee yeah. it i guarantee yeah, it 
I guarantee it. And it's just, it's just so amazing to see how God can just transform the lives of people, even around you. Like everyone has a testimony. Everyone legit has a testimony. And it's just amazing to see where God can take us and bring us out of and deliver us from things we dealt with, things that we put in our bodies, people we've been and been around and met, places we like, yo, like, yeah. really, God? Like, you gonna be that dope? <laughs> you gonna be that dope? Like, I can literally talk talk about this this man oh. on and on and on and on but you really just have to get to that place where you encounter him in such a way that it, it just supersedes exactly. supersedes words i don't know if he's gonna say something but i just went out with the tangent right, but 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 it's it's so good it's, it's so great god is god is so good god is so loving he's so amazing he's so awesome like uh, yeah, a lot of times a lot of times we're stuck in our sin because we, we we try so much to do it by ourselves. Like we're literally carrying this weight, this mm-hmm. burden of our sins, of our past, of our struggles, of our circumstances. And we're expecting ourselves to get out of it. Okay, I'm going to clean myself up. Then I'm going right. to... Right. And that's really like religion that, that preaches that relationship says, come and I'll, clean, I'll cleanse you. Come to the presence of the Lord and, and I'll do it all for you. So literally we serve God. And I say this all the time. I was saying this to you um, last week when I was saying we serve a God that wants to serve us. Like literally God wants to take that burden and he wants to take it off your shoulders. Man, he, get out of here. He wants to throw it out for you. But we always, we're always trying to do it by ourselves. Mm-hmm. And it's just leading us in the path. And the wrong path is, is leading us in a deeper hole that we're digging ourselves into. And it's not... It's not conducive to our walk. It's not conducive to the kingdom. It's not. It's not conducive to helping others because we're stuck in that place. Mm-hmm. So yeah. You know what? I also believe. I also believe sometimes condemna- condemnation can be a learned behavior. Sometimes it's not even like it's not even something that you may deal with, but it can probably run in your family. Yeah. Something that someone in your family has dealt generational. It's something that you probably don't even know why you're dealing with it, but you're dealing with it because someone in your family has dealt with it. And the assignment that God has gave to them, they didn't do it. Now God's passing the baton to you. Now it's something that you did with, but it stops with you. It stops mm-hmm. with you. And we have to know where. That's why in everything that we do, like, we got to think about it because it's bigger than us. You feel me? Because it's for the person next to you. It's for your children. It's for generations after. Like, if you, you got to live a righteous life because it's going to be conducive to building a legacy, your legacy, and helping nations, you know? And that's so. Yeah, really. I was going to add to that. We just have to know where the root of the root of things are. Like, where is this rooted? Where is this coming from? Why do I deal with what I deal with? You know, how is my, what's my heart posture? You know, mm-hmm. things like that. We just really have to get down to the nitty gritty um, of ourselves. You know, that character check, that heart check. You know, am I in line with myself? Am I doing what I need to be doing? Am I honoring others as I should honor God? You know, mm-hmm. am I respecting others? Am I loving God with all my heart, my mind, and my soul? You can't, you can't love them with just two. You got to be all three. <laughs> <laughs> for real exactly. so i think that that that's really important Ooh, that's 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 good that's good that's good man that's good man but i see i see y'all in the comments i really see y'all in the comments and i just thank you guys for engaging and um tuning in today and just taking the time out 
um, we were talking about condemn condemnations and we kind of veered off in a few different directions. Um, but I believe a lot that about what was spoken was definitely meant um, to be said. And um, overall, um, Brother Brand came with some fire and, you know, sharing how um, we should just love ourselves and see ourselves as God sees us. You know, if God can use um, a murderer in the Bible, if God can use a prostitute in the Bible, what makes you think that he can't use you? You know, and we were talking about, like, it doesn't matter about where you came from. It doesn't matter about your background. It doesn't matter what your mama or your dad said about you. It does not matter what Jesus says, go. And when Jesus says yes, nobody can say no. Literally, what all they say is yes and amen. There are only doors that he can open and there are only doors that he can close. So we just want to encourage you guys. Um, on this week to just press into your true identity, press into God, lean in, lean on him, come before him just as you are. No sugarcoating, no faking the funk. Be real with him. He's going to be real with you. Honestly, honestly, honestly. So we were just talking about that. Um, just a brief overview. As you guys know, um, we want to definitely thank Brantley again. I don't know if you had anything else that you wanted to share um, on the topic of um, condemnation today. I just leave them, like, with this testimony that, like, I remember this one season in my life where I was stuck in my sins. I was stuck in my disobedience and my mess, and I was so shameful that I didn't want to come in the presence of God. I didn't. I stopped praying. I let the devil steal my joy, you know, my happiness, and I was just stuck. And I was like, I might as well just stay here because, you know, God don't love me. God don't love me no more. I'm worthless. Um, I'm not the man I was. I'm not on fire anymore. And literally, I was speaking all that negativity on my life, and I was just so down in the present. And, and it literally just, I serve a God that's so good. Literally, I, I believe in that season, God was just pouring more. He was pouring blessings. If, even in my disobedience, even in my mess, God was like, here you go, more, more. I'm going to show you that my, my love, my mercy, my grace is relentless. It's never ending. I will continue to show it to you. And I'm like, God, why are you not, you know, why are you not chastise, chastising me? Why are you not leaving me down because of this? Why why are you still loving on me like this? And God's like, because I want you in my kingdom. I don't want you nowhere else. I love you this oh. much. I love you this much. So please come back. And I'm like, wow, God like is literally wanting me to come back even when I want to stay in my mess. God, like, you can't do this because I know what you're worth. I know you're so much more. I need you here. So, literally, after that, I had to get a line because I was like, I said, God, that's that, that's that, that is that good, that is that faithful, that is that loving, like, he loves me that much. Like, when you literally wrap your head around God's love, like, it's just mind-blowing. That's why God is love, like, literally, that is why God is love and love is God, <laughs> because of the love he gives, like, literally, like, there's no love, like, just experience the love of God, and when you do, just take it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just take it in, because you're not going to get it nowhere else. That's good. That's good. Thank you. Thank you so much again um, for sharing bits and pieces of your uh, testimony, um, something you've dealt with in the areas that you've dealt with it and how you overcame with Christ. Um, like we said earlier, condemnation is really something that's really important, and we sometimes overlook it and not know that we operate in it. So again, I thank you for your time. I thank you for your opportunity. Um, I want you to pray us out. 
um, for now. And then once we're done praying, we're going to do any question or answers that any, anybody may have at the end. So, Heavenly Father, Lord God, we just come before you to just praise you and exalt you, Lord God, for your goodness, for your goodness and faithfulness, Jesus, Lord God. Lord God, we thank you for the breath that's in our lungs, Lord God, the purpose that's over our lives, Lord God. Thank you for your relentless love, your mercy, Lord God, and your grace, Lord God. Right now in this moment, Lord, I just want to take a moment to just pray for forgiveness right now, Lord God. I pray that you forgive our sins, our iniquities and shortcomings, Lord God. Thank you for your love that, that covers us, Lord God. Thank you for your grace that, Lord God, that comforts us, Jesus, Lord God. So we pray, Lord God, that we continuously lay at your feet, Lord God, even in our mess and our disobedience, that we could affirm ourselves that we serve a God that still loves us, Lord God. I lift each and every person that deals with condemnation, Lord God, that they know, Lord God, in confidence that they serve a God that is so much greater, Lord God, than how their what their hearts tell them, Lord God, what their mind tells them, Lord God. We serve a God that is so faithful, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. We just want to praise you and exalt you, Lord God, right now in this moment, for you are a great God, Lord God. There's no God like you, Lord God. You are kings of kings, lords of lords, Lord God, the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, and yet you still love us, Lord God, yet in our mess you still want us, Lord God, yet, Lord God, yet in everything that we do you still say i'm here lord god thank you for meeting us where we are at lord god thank you that there's no deep waters that we could go to that you can't pull us out of lord god thank you there's no way that we could run where your love can't run faster than lord god thank you jesus Thanks, thank you lord god i just want to praise you and exalt you lord god because thank you, jesus. you are way lord god. thank you for when our backs are against the wall lord god we can look up to you and there you are lord god reaching your hand lord god even in the midst of darkness lord god you are there lord god thank you lord god just yes. because it seems like you're not there lord god it don't negate the fact that you are still watching over us yes. lord god it don't negate the fact that your hands are over our lives lord god and you you're working a way out, Lord God, because you are a way maker, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus, Lord God, that there's no more condemnation when we are in you, Lord God. Thank you for your living water, Lord God. Thank you for relentless love, Lord God. Thank you for happiness and joy that is in you. Thank you for the joy that comes in the morning, Jesus, Lord God. So every time I pray in the the next day comes, Lord God, I will, will wake up and rejoice because I know that that. It's a new beginning, Lord God. It's a new love. It's a new grace, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, that I could walk with boldness and say that I am a servant of God, Lord God. Thank you that I could... That I could say that I'm no longer bound to my sins because my God died, my Jesus died on the cross for me to say that, Lord God. Thank you that I could walk in that confidence and boldness and say that I am a saint. No, I'm not perfect, Lord God, but my God picks me up wherever I'm at, Lord God, even my sins, even my worst place, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus, that you watch over us like this, Lord God. Thank you. Thank you, Lord God. I just want to praise you in this moment, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank, thank you, Lord God. Thank you thank that you. we still have purpose, Lord God, thank even you, in the midst of our disobedience, Lord thank God. Thank you that even th even though that we delay our, our timing before our purpose, Lord God, that you still want to, you still want to use us, Lord God. So thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. I just pray that you affirm each and every each and every person that's on this life, Lord God. Even if they're not on the life, Lord God, I just pray that you affirm them. That, that you are there, Lord God, that you are standing right next to them, Lord God, yes, with your God. hand over their hearts, Lord God, yes, God, saying that you love them, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you Lord God. Thank you, in Jesus. Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. That went with the fire prayer. <laughs>
guess we had anointed boy. <laughs> that was good. That was good. That was good. That, that was amazing. Thank you so much again, Brother Brand, for just taking the time out to speak about condemnation. I hope this blesses you guys. If you missed it or if anyone misses it, it's going to be on the YouTube channel, so no worries. I thank you guys again for tuning in, all the ones that who, who did tune in. We've seen your comments and whatnot. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be great. It's going to be a great week. Know that God loves you. Know that God sees you. Know that you are important. Know that you are needed. Know it's not about what you've done and where you've been, but it's about what you can do in, um, for the kingdom of God moving forward. So we thank you. Um, we love you guys. Any questions or concerns, um, you can drop them now. We're going to just spend a few more minutes on here, and then we'll be out of your hairs. Um, share this with someone who may have missed it so thank you again god is good god is great to him be the glory this is not about us but it's about him this is a god-given platform which is vessels and mouthpieces for the most high amen amen so any questions comments concerns please drop them now you know don't all raise your hands at once don't all drop comments at once Oh, said, love you, love you, Liz. Oh, where do you see these comments, bro? I don't see no Oh, you can't see comments on your end? Oh, oh, oh. You see them? No, you. Okay, so we have, okay. So Pastor Stefan asks, is condemnation a forgiveness issue or a shame issue? Whoo! That's a, that's a good one. Out the gate, what? Condemnation is a shame issue and not a forgiveness issue. Okay. Well, sometimes, I feel like it can be both, actually. Yes. Because for forgiveness, we, we don't want to forgive ourselves sometimes. Well, that's how I know for me, because I feel like you can love yourself that much, you know? I mean, not love yourself that much, love God that much. And you're like, I do not want to hurt God no more. I'm tired of hurting mm -hmm. him because he's so good to me. That's how I feel. I'm like, I serve a God that is so good to me, so why do I keep hurting him like this? So it was a forgiveness, forgiving myself issue. And it was a shame issue because I didn't want to go back to the presence of God. I was too mm, shameful. I was good. too shameful. It's either you're too shameful or you're too prideful to go back into the presence of God. So, so I wanted, I just stayed in that place, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I agree. I definitely feel like condemnation is both a forgiveness issue and a, a, a shame issue. Um, you kind of just literally said a mouthful. I'm not even gonna repeat what you just said because you just said it. But I agree. It could it could be both, and it's just going back to the root of it. You know, um, is there any unforgiveness in my heart, or do I have an issue with forgiving? And and things begin to harden on our hearts and be burdens when we don't deal with ourselves. You know, our ourselves can get in the way of things that God wants to bless us with, give us with, and do things for Him. So we have to really just mm -hmm. check check ourselves before we wreck ourselves. Condemnation don't even need to be on yourself. Like literally, people could condemn you. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like. Who are you to condemn? Like that's what Jesus um said in the Bible. Are you to condemn them? Like are you not sinners yourself? Like he said, if you if you have not cast a stone, if you have not seen cast a stone at this lady, and nobody could throw a stone at nobody, mm -hmm. literally God left it for him to judge. 